Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Hey everybody, it's Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. Well, the boys are back together. Brad Williams traveled back from San Fran to L.A. uh, to uh, rejoin me as a part of this fucking podcast. He's bailed on me to go take a radio gig up in uh, the Bay Area, but he's back. And uh, it was just like the old times, man. We got into it real quick. A lot of laughs, a lot of weird tangents, a lot of um, great stories. Brad's got these great... Stories about uh, running into the very intelligent bums up in San Fran. Uh, we get into that. We get into some uh, great stories about uh, uh, the road. Um, uh, some uh, really uh, interesting takes on George Clooney being single. Uh, and Danny Glover makes another special appearance on the ABLN podcast. Uh, it's just one of the best episodes uh, I've gotten to have in a while. And uh, Brad's back, and it's the best. Um, a lot of other great episodes coming your way. Dane Cook, Melissa McCarthy, uh, Rory Scovel, uh, Gerard Carmichael, who's got a new HBO special coming out, as does Dane on Showtime. So uh, really some, some fun episodes coming up. So make sure to uh, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, download it, get it on your computer or the podcast app on your uh, iPhone or Android or uh, using Stitcher, the Stitcher app. Also, you can stream all the episodes on aboutlastnightpodcast.com. And when you're there, click on the Amazon banner and do your shopping through the ABLN Podcast website because uh, then we get a little kickback dollars from your purchases. Um, of course, follow Brad on Twitter at FunnyBrad. I'm on Twitter at Adam Ray Comedy. I'll be at the uh, Madhouse Comedy Club in San Diego October 16th through the 18th. Uh, and then a lot of other uh, local dates in Los Angeles uh, on my website at adamraytv.com. Brad is off the road for a little bit while he uh, continues to host Live 105 in San Fran. You can listen up there in the Bay Area to uh, our little buddy every morning from 5 to 9 a.m. with Kevin Klein. Of course, continue to tell your friends and family about the podcast. Tell them to go to iTunes, download About Last Night, rate the podcast on iTunes as well. If you rate it in comments uh, and give it a five-star rating, that helps us to climb the podcast charts. Um, that's uh, that's it. Oh, we also have About Last Night merchandise coming so soon. Shirts, hats, hoodies. Really fucking pumped. We've got a, a dope designer uh, in the Midwest who's really uh, killing it for us. So be on the lookout. We're starting to post some of the leaked photos on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram at Brad Williams Comic at AdamRay33. Merch coming soon. Those are the tour dates. Those are the upcoming podcast guests. Those are the fucking Twitter handles. So now sit back and relax and enjoy this very, very special, hilarious episode of the About Last Night podcast with both hosts, Adam Ray and Brad Williams. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a juice, so why don't you sit down and... Wait, I didn't hear. I didn't listen to the rest of the lyrics. It says my one boy cuddly toy. I'm, I'm, I'm oh, not Jesus. sure. I'm cool with that. Pick a different song <laughs> quickly. This is now. Now this podcast has got to go a completely different direction that I was not anticipating. Too soon. But that. But that's okay. I'll survive. Hey everybody. Hey. You, you thought the podcast would die that Brad Williams left and went to San Francisco. But, le- but let me tell you, the About Last Night podcast, much like Hulkamania, will live forever. Oh, God. Everything's <laughs> a wrestling reference with you. Well, sure. Were you that kid in school that, like, compared everything to wrestling, too? Yeah. Like, when they were like, all right, guys, time to learn fractions. You're like, fractions? You mean, like, five, how many times Hulk wins divided by the number of... Fucking I, Shira action figures. I 
I love to, I love looking at your head stick as the my gears dick in, are turning. Because that's the size that I. Oh, way more than five. <laughs> way more than five. Yeah, the, yeah. I know nothing about wrestling. That's why I can't even come up with a right. You you you, you can't even say like the number of members of the Heart Foundation, which everyone knows what? is is obviously three. Yeah. Yeah. Although I was at a or the tag team demolition, also three. <laughs> Axe, just smash you, and uh, crush. You could you, you couldn't see how fast those names flew over my head. <laughs> they were they were on fucking like, flying jets. Yeah, sure. The, the heart found the those references shit. just flew over my head. Going, who cares? <laughs> I did have a Hulk pillow growing up, though. Not a Hulk pillow. A Hulk. Um, the stuffed animal. Oh, the the uh, <laughs> wrestling see, buddy. A, that's how. See, I just called it a stuffed animal. Yeah, you called it a human being, a stuffed animal. Well, well, granted, it wasn't a human being. It was a it was a stuffed toy. It was a grown man in a yeah. fucking unitard, and I slept with it. Yeah, it's a wonder what you're, well, why you're not gay. Uh, well, <laughs> many reasons. I think tits are just some of the greatest things that God has created for us. Well, you think Hulk Hogan didn't have a nice pair? <laughs> have you seen those pectorials? Oh, touche. And the 27-inch pythons or 26? I don't know the now, exact stat. as a wrestler, did they grow up being attracted to other, like, female? Like, were they only, like, to, like to, they want to see the same muscles they have in the women that they... Oh, um, like get, get, okay. Get down and dirty with. Like I, I don't know. I think it changes for every guy. But like yeah, I just did this gig in Arizona, and we yeah. were next to a bodybuilding competition, and I was so oh, curious. Boy. I was like, do bodybuilders only fuck other bodybuilders? Well, because I think they like they appreciate. They get it. Also. Yeah, it's like you know you know what to expect. You're not going to be thrown off by a by a 48 inch deltoid. I don't even know if that's the name of muscle. I it just, is. What do you mean you don't know if it is? I don't know if it is. It's. Do you know it, that little about the human body? It that, sounded like a mint. A deltoid? Yeah, like, hey, man, you got a, you got a, you got a oh, deltoid? God. I got a, I, I got a date later on today. Boy, the radio has just brought in these shitty mint puns <laughs> to your act. Oh, God. Oh, Get it, back into stand-up. Brad Williams, please. Oh, God. No, no kidding. <laughs> here's, here's the thing that's weird coming from the world of stand-up and then doing radio. For those of you who don't know, I do the, the morning show now on Live 105 uh, in uh, San Francisco. Yeah, this is the first time Brad has been back to the About Last Night Studios in... Uh, yeah. A month, Jesus. Which doesn't seem like that long, but hey, man, when you're when you're doing two podcasts a week, yeah, sometimes more, yeah, and you're seeing your friend, you know, you know, come up those stairs, which you know <laughs> is a mountain. Took a while. Took a while. <laughs> like Brad, I buzzed you in 25 minutes ago. I'm working on it. Uh, what is the biggest difference? Uh, the biggest difference is that. Whereas when we're doing this podcast, it's just we can obviously I, – I, I can say shit, piss, fuck, cock, suck, motherfucker, tits. Uh, I, I can say those words, and that's fine. Uh, and also – but it's long form. We, we can discuss and we could slowly get into other topics. Yeah. With You can have an opinion and build it yeah. and, and see where it goes. Have your initial opinion and have it be shaped by your co-host or have it go down in a direction because you're open to the possibility of tangents and, yeah. and, and other uh, – yeah, scenarios. absolutely. But on but on on radio, no, you, keep it short. No, we're we're doing like five minute breaks. Everything you say better be funny. It, it's coming with that hits. pressure. Yeah, it's coming with hits. All right, here here's what it is. It's like it, it, it it's like you're, coming with the hits. You've got to be the fucking you're the, the Phil Collins yeah, of comedy radio. You're Phil Collins, but you're only playing a twenty five minute set. So it's like oh, oh all hits. All so hits. Su- su- studio. Yeah. Something happened on the way to heaven. In in, in the air tonight, you're doing Groovy it all. <laughs> you're doing it all. You're the theme song from Tarzan. Yes. You're doing all the <laughs> That's hits. That's what you should have opened the podcast hear. with, by the way. Oh. You'll be in my heart. That one? Oh, maybe you'll be in my heart. Well, we actually sounded kind of decent. Though. Yeah, that was actually pretty good. I don't know. I think Drink I... five if you're playing at home <laughs> when Brad and Adam harmonize to the Tarzan soundtrack. I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't be doing stand-up podcasting and radio. Maybe we should be in a boy band. Wow. Me, me you, Brent Morin. What would it be called? Oh. Because, again... That, yeah, because I have a bit about it. The best part about being in a band is naming the band. Absolutely, because then people have to like hold up signs. Because if your music's good, band. it doesn't matter what you're called. Doesn't matter. That's what the if the Beatles were the Beaners. You'd be like, well, that's kind of <laughs> racist, but they're still. I'm still gonna go see their show in Vegas because they're legends, and they have every song is great. Absolutely. That's, you know, I want to get so famous 
that it's like like what would you name your boy band? Oh my god. Well see Well you're from the OC, so it'd yeah. be something like The Lizard Boys or <laughs> or you know, Stain of Existence or Stain you know. of Existence. That sounds like a metal band. Yeah, you're right. Uh it, it's it's so weird because like um my favorite boy band name of all time was uh, <laughs> a sentence that's never been said uh, by, by you maybe man. by you maybe no, I don't care no, I say that every I'll, other day I, I joke I will I will give you my favorite uh, boy band okay. name right after this my favorite was take that great call which was what the was ro- there one hit the uh, I want you back I want you back I want you back for good wait that one. Whenever I said and whenever I did, I didn't mean it. I just want you back for good. I want you back. I want you back. I want you back for good. Yeah. That was a boy band? I thought that, that was, was a just boy a, band. A that was wonder. No, no, that was uh, Robbie Williams. That was his boy band that he that, that that he was in. Yeah, I'm a heterosexual male. Sure. I didn't know Take That was in the boy band category. It was in the boy band Now I might have to change my answer. Favorite boy band song of all time is Abercrombie and Fitch by LFO. Do we know what LFO stood for? I don't know. Laugh Factory? Little. I'm looking it up right now. But yeah. I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch. Every lyric Take in that. It if you had one wish. Every lyric you think couldn't We'd get weirder and crazier. Yeah, it was like, uh, I think... New kids on the block get a bunch of hits. Chinese food makes me sick. Oh, my God. And I mean, like, what? I Who's, think... They um, literally just wrote that on the way to some gig yeah. that nobody was going to be at. And they were like, let's just sing this song, man. We need a song. Yeah, and then uh, my favorite lyric of that entire song, I forgot what the rhyme is, but he comes back with, Billy Shakespeare wrote a whole bunch of sonnets. Yeah. That, that, it's like At that point, they're be... just stating things that, that have happened in the world. Yeah, it's like the, it's like the Billy Joel song. <laughs> OJ drove a van that? down the freeway. <laughs> Michael fucked the kid, did he? I don't know, but he was in court to defend if he did or not. Get out. It stands for Light Funky Ones. Oh, God. L-Y-T-E. Okay, well, LFO then is a. I'm glad they went down that path. Yeah. With the acronym. Right. Yeah, Do you think they came up with a shitty name and then they're like, all right, let's give ourselves the option for an acronym? <laughs> or let's come up with the acronym, a dope acronym. Who's the guy? And then, like, let's define it, but, like, let's have it be something so bad that people like us will later discuss it on a podcast and go, thank God they went with the acronym. <laughs> I, I think that was their plan the entire time. They're like, one day, you don't, you don't know it yet, well, it but, worked. but a Jew and a dwarf will come together, and they, and they will chat over candles, and we want them to discuss our, 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 our boy band name and have them do it with respect and a sense of longing. See, this is what I hope to get to in the world as far as like technology goes, where mm-hmm. we can start – I don't know if it has to involve us with a chip in our head or something, but where we can like have a graph. Like I would love to know how many other times in my life I've had an LFO conversation right now, right? <laughs> and in addition to that, I'd love to know how many LFO conversations have happened in the last week, have happened in the last month, sure. are happening right now, uh, are about obviously. to happen. Because if the chip – and I think that's where the chip has to be in your head. Yeah. And this is some real stonery shit, but I haven't smoked pot in a month, so this is just my brain starting to, oh, starting to really introduce itself to the world oh, wow. as far as what it's capable of. Oh, my God. Your, your brain is like a baby deer trying to walk. <laughs> This is nuts. But you know I what I'm saying? Like, see it if you could see if you if we could see on that graph, like who's about to talk about LFO. <laughs> All right, you know what? <laughs> Fuck you, Brad. Wait. So then, <laughs> so what? Do then we drive by in a van, like uh, old school style, and and or like and kidnap so, the uh, yeah? So it's LFO conversation. So it's like Minority Report, where we like zip in before the crime's about to be committed. Wow. Like we just come down and be like, <laughs> I love you, that it is a crime. You were about to talk about LFO. I swear to God, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> start beating them with nightsticks. We start beating them with posters of LFO. Ooh, yeah. Exactly. Or Hulk pillows. Or well. stuffed animals, as I called them. <laughs> Hulk Hogan definitely fought some of my fraggles when I was a kid. <clears throat> and guess what? The fraggles always won. Well, obviously. Because they, they got a better theme song. Yeah. and they. Well, hey, that's arguable. <laughs> I'll stand up for the Hulk Hogan entrance music. Of course you will. I, <laughs> I have the Hulk Hogan Your fingers Hogan couldn't have music. typed quicker as oh, yeah. you said that. I'm going right to it. Are you kidding me? All right. And then pull up the Fraggle theme song, and we'll let the, we'll let the viewers decide. Oh, I mean, there, there's no... Well, there, they're, they're two different worlds. You, if you're going to enter to one song, it's obviously the Hulk song. Yeah, you act like there's a contest. But if you're going to lose in a stuffed animal fight, it's obviously the Fraggle song. Fuck is this? Here it is by Rick Derringer. Yeah, that's who it is. <laughs> oh, who's getting fired up now? Yeah. In this in. corner, we've got Red Fraggle. 
Oh, boy. Wait a minute. Are you sure this isn't the 1987 Pepsi commercial? This is real American, you son of a bitch. I see people biking in Venice. I see Mario Lopez in high blue cop jean shorts. Makes sense arresting, to me. Arresting somebody. What, you think this is the theme song to Pacific Blue? <laughs> I think that's our first Pacific Blue reference. It does sound like that, though. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, that'll work. Again, the graph. The graph would come in handy right now. Yeah. How many other Pacific Blue references are happening right now? I mean, I think they're all going on in within a one-mile radius of said Mario Lopez. <laughs> I think I, I think they're all there. All right, so back to you being in San Fran. Yeah, because this is a uh, this is a big deal. You've been there for over a month. Yeah, been you've there a month. Uh, you, which is enough time I think in any new location to, to mm-hmm. well, not totally to settle in yet, but you feel settled because you you just got all moved in. Yeah, and I, um, you have like I think a month of being on a schedule of where I'm texting you at seven forty five and you go, <laughs> all right, man, I got to go to bed, and I'm like, what did you do with my friend Brad? <laughs> I, this is this is sixty years from now, Brad. I'm texting with. How weird is that when it's I crazy. when I text? Hey, man, it's uh, almost eight o'clock. So uh, bedtime. That's my bedtime. But guess what? Gonna gonna watch my Matlock. Gonna yeah. eat my pudding. Yeah, I gotta put my teeth next to my table <laughs> and then go to bed. But I do that because I wake up at three forty-five in the morning uh, to do to do the radio. Now, show. I was curious about that because I would think. Even if I have to leave for the airport at five, I'll sometimes yeah. wake up at four fifty because, yeah. I, and I'll just make sure everything's ready to go because I just don't want to get up. Sure, but I think the order you get, you're just like, all right, I need to, I want to have a little time. I don't want to be rushed. I need to have right. a little time, and I know that you don't like to be rushed. No, I, I don't. And the fact, it, maybe if it was just me, I could wake up at four forty-five. Sure, and because I, I I live two blocks from the studio, so uh, every, every morning I do a little brisk jog over there. Which, do you really? Oh yeah. I do a little brisk jog. How many? How many? How many? Wow! Uh, we're running across the barren streets of San Francisco at five a.m. Oh yeah! Somebody is driving by like the apocalypse is here. Oh, that 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 has happened <laughs> twice. Okay, oh, all right, no. twice. I have two stories about this. Right, One, go. I'm jogging in the studio, and there's a homeless guy at the bus stop, and he and he wakes up and sees me jogging by him, and just says the words, "You gotta be fucking kidding me." <laughs> That was By great. the way, San Fran has great bums. They have amazing bums. Opin- like everyone is already so opinionated and politically driven, and has sharp like stances on gay marriage and and, yeah. uh, and other stances that bums, I can't think of right now. Yeah, bums are quoting you articles <laughs> that they read in the Huffington Post, and you're like, how the fuck? Did you like read I've got that? Bum Weekly. Yeah, I got Bum Weekly. There, by the way, there was a bum newspaper in Seattle for a while. It was a bum newspaper. And I wish this was a joke because I'm setting I'm, myself up. I'm setting I'm one look- of us up for a great joke title right now. I'm looking this up. I think it was called, like, yeah, just Google Seattle bum newspaper. Oh, my God. I Wh- think it was called, like, what were the topics? What's <sighs> new in meth? Oh, I mean, that might have not been the front page story, but sure. it's probably, like, how to turn your shoe into that, into a sandwich <laughs> or... Uh, bum newspaper. Hold on. But, yeah, and then uh, the... Ooh, Seattle homeless newspaper. Yeah, something changed. I think change was in it, right? Yes, real change news. Yeah. Wait, that's fucked up to put change in the title of a of a homeless because they're always why like, change. You got any change? Change. Now it's like this is real change for you. You don't need that money. Well, Here's you know what? Real change. I think they're also assuming that all bums can read. <laughs> Which, by the way, was a Judy Bloom book that never got made. <laughs> right, right after Super Fudge, she's like, you all know what? Can read. All bums can read. Well, because she gave Super Fudge to homeless people as like a test. Yeah. That was how she previewed the, uh, the series. Real change news. That's a real thing. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, man. Your, your bums were informed. They knew what was going on in yeah. the world. Can, okay, so he, so so San Fran also yeah. some smart bums. Yeah. So you got to be fucking kidding me. And yeah. then do you turn around and acknowledge? Or you just keep running left. Oh, I, I, I was, I, I was cracking up. Yeah. And then uh, the <laughs> second time it was raining, and I was running. So now you have a dwarf running in the rain. Was at, it raining men? Four, uh, and that's Hall- a, hallelujah. Because it is San Fran. <laughs> you know what? Uh, funny you say that. How, right. many, how many homosexual I'll, jokes have you made just living there already? I'll get back to the story. Okay. Don't worry about running in the rain, which I think was a, a, a Phil Collins deep, <laughs> a deep track. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, there's a ton of gay jokes, and you find out, like, how fast. you don't, I mean, you, okay, I bought this shirt from a market, like, and 
it's like the first piece of clothing that I bought in San Francisco. Put it on. I thought, yeah, that's a good-looking shirt. But oh, I God. didn't realize that when this shirt, when I raised there my was arms. There a giant cock on the back. Oh, yeah. A silhouette of two men yeah. scissoring each other. Well, sure. That, 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 that's the style over there. Do gay men scissor? Another Judy Bloom book that never got made. <laughs> but, like, this shirt... When I raised my arms, the shirt went all the way up, like halfway up my belly. Oh, yes. And I didn't know that until I wore it out, like out and about, and like in the real world. And I was like, yeah, I'll reach up and get that. Or, hey. Or, oh, my God. And I'm like, oh, my God, really? I've been in San Francisco two weeks and this shit has happened to me already? Yeah, see, the city has a way of just giving you half tease. Yeah, you're kind of like, all right, I can... You know, if That's I how had you get to. acclimated, yeah. Yeah. Now, what uh, did did you spot the that it went halfway up, or did somebody kind of go, Brad, 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 Brad? Uh, uh, our my or, or a guy gave you show. a look. Oh, Kevin Klein. Yeah, Kevin Klein. He just starts busting up laughing. Oh man! And he's like, well, "You're wearing a half tee." And, like, <laughs> and, and, and first of all, he he was amazed that a dwarf could find something too small. <laughs> he's like, "How does that even happen?" That takes effort oh, right there. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, so, yeah, there, there, there are parts of the culture that you uh, <laughs> assimilate to. Like, I'm obsessed now with sourdough bread. Uh, <laughs> I eat it all the time now. I don't know why that made me laugh so hard. Because I love sourdough bread. But yeah. just the fact that it's something that's been around for so long. Sure. And it took you to move. <laughs> yeah, it took me to move 300 miles away for me to go, you know what? I think they're on to something with this. <laughs> What I, else? I think this sourdough what bread has a future. What else have you discovered, man, who just got unfrozen? Have you heard of this thing called Facebook? <laughs> Wait, what else, it's though? Seriously. going places. <laughs> uh, you just, uh, just, you're very open. Well, also, you have more time. Let's be honest. You have more time. The fact that you're in a place yeah. all week and all weekend now, you have more time to, to experience life and mm-hmm. the, the things that are in one place. Like, what are you doing when you wake up on Saturday morning? Yeah. Or actually, I mean, when you wake up on Friday morning. Right. And you're like, wow, I'm not in Des Moines, Iowa. Yeah. going to do fucking Jimmy and Joey's uh, right. 6 a.m. chuckle fuck. Yeah. You know, or you know, which is a great radio show out out there in Des Moines. Yeah, quick shout out to Jimmy and Joey. Much respect. Uh, yeah, it, it's weird to not have to be on a flight, to not have to do someone else's radio show. Uh, what's strange is when I have comics come now on my show, and now I'm the asshole radio guy. Oh, I'm like, do you oh feel my God. a little? Uh, you have some trepidations about being like, you're like, trust me, man. I'm not one of these guys yet. I'm still Brad. I'm yeah. Just, I'm just doing the gig. Yeah. Uh, or do they look at you like, okay, look at you, okay. fucking going to the dark side. Do they say things like that? Yeah, fucking Marin. Uh, I, I I talked to Marin at the Oddball Comedy Festival, and he is essentially staged an intervention because my first question like was like hey you're the guy who who's pretty much trying to kill radio uh, you know with with with, yeah. po- with podcasting it's funny because that's how he started great. yeah exactly and then he told me no brad i'm not trying to kill radio i'm just trying to get you back in stand-up i'm, oh, I'm, I'm not just trying to like kill well, that's, your that's job flattering, though. That's, it, it was yeah he, and he was great and uh but like saturday, now like saturday you wake up saturday morning now do you is your uh your body clock just getting you up at, at oh, 345 still please still, tell me not oh it God, is man. i i automatically wake up at 345 even if i've been out drinking the night before and i go to bed at one i wake up 345 granted if i don't do radio i can go back to sleep but yeah i still automatically wake up so the Brad Williams alarm clock is always going it, off at 3.45. And what, is, and what happens when Brad Williams wakes up at 3.45? What's the first thing that happens? Oh, uh, First of all, uh, I, I, I re-evaluate every decision I've made in my entire <laughs> life to get me to that point where I go, do I really want to do this? Yeah. Do I really want to fucking do radio? Uh, so that happens. No joke, that probably happens. Every and, day. Yeah. Every day. But then once you, once get, you get there, there of course. once you get there, you start shooting yep. the shit, and uh, we have a great team. And then you have a great show. Uh, and I, I was, yeah, ahead. you were, you, you, you were listening. I was lucky enough to be in San Jose uh, right. at a wedding, and I was flying back, and I ended up staying an extra night, and I got to leave Monday morning, and was mm-hmm. driving at seven a.m. and got to hear, and man, it was, uh, it was fucking awesome. Well, good man, and Thank you, you, and even in the short amount of time I listened, you got jokes in, and you yeah. were funny, and you were also, you just also were very comfortable. I didn't feel like I was listening to like. I was curious to to be like, all right, so you know, it's Kevin's show, you're the mm-hmm. co-host, but mm-hmm. uh, how, what does that mean? Does that mean you're going to pep? But like. Every, you, it was a you were as much a part of the conversation. Yeah. Like there's, you know. Yeah, and uh, uh, then we have another 
person on the show, uh, Allie, and uh, she's a local Bay Area uh, local Bay Area lesbian. And you talk about the gay influence. We have a segment on our show called Today and Gay, nice. where she reads a gay story. That's at, great at, 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 at every day. So we, I, dude, I'm a gay expert right now. I know, I know which which pocket to wear a yellow handkerchief in to make no sure that shit. guys don't fuck you. Dude, oh, that's yeah. like some superhero shit. I know. I've cracked the code. Wait, so the guys don't fuck you? Yeah. The color of the handkerchief. <laughs> yeah. And the like, pocket uh, location. Yeah. That that shows like what you're into. Like if you're a top, if you're a bottom, if you're a twink, uh, if, if 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 you like uh, if you like a little BDSM. Uh, yeah. We're and we do this other bit called uh, Tinder or Grinder, where we flip a coin in the beginning of the week, and based Somebody on has to go on it, based on heads or tails. If it's heads, I go on Tinder for the week. If it's tails, I go on Grinder for the week. And <laughs> Please I, tell me tails has come th- to three, the three times. Three times. Three, okay. It's All happened, right. and I've gone on three Grinder dates. Uh, what? Yeah, I go on actual dates. <laughs> Why did you not come into my apartment with that as your opening story? By the way, I've been on three gay dates, Adam. What's up? <laughs> um, now, okay, so many questions right now. I don't even... I don't even want to know how it ended yet because I want to leave something to jerk off to tonight. Uh, what? When you sit down, oh my yeah. god! A, do you have to do? Is it like almost like where you're doing character research and you go, all right, if I'm going to do this right now, I'm going to imagine as if I'm gay and I'm going to select my match as yeah. if I want, or are you just going, hey, let's like spin the globe and just put my finger on a city. That's what I do. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, I, and then I, when you sit down, you go. Oh, I let the guy know. I'm like, just so you know, I'm oh, straight. You do? Yeah. Oh, I. Are you kidding me? I. I no, I'm not I kidding. Wanna, I, I don't want to be a heartbreaker. You know. I, don't, I mean. All right. Well, don't flatter yourself. Look at these fucking cheekbones you're in right. that ass. That are you ass. kidding you're me? Right. Yeah. I don't know what yeah. I'm talking. Yeah, you're right. It, it, you're a gay man's dream. Much. Way too much. Yeah. Small, small hands. Every, everything looks bigger. Now, actually, that's something I don't think I've ever even asked you before. Do you exactly. know? Like, we know we've got friends that are large mm-hmm. men with beards, and mm-hmm. in the gay community, there's something called guys who like. They're bears. called bears, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bears. And there's guys who really enjoy that. Yeah. On top or around or behind or whatever position you want to engage in. That's sure. up to you. I'm not going to sit here on this podcast and, and tell you how to, to, how to fuck a bear. But, um, but if I haven't even – do gay – what is the dwarf for oh. gay men? Is it like a well, – well, 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 like a cub? <laughs> so you got bears and cubs. I don't know. Well, like, I've never there, heard the term. I mean, we saw when Michael McDonald was here. He, right. uh, he, oh, and he was, he, and we were drinking or whatever. And he was uh, very flirty and whatever. Mm-hmm. And, but I, you know, I don't know. I never even. I didn't ask Mike afterwards. Like, do gay men have a thing for for little people? I think they do. Okay. Ba- based, based on, on your what, experience, yeah. Based on what I've experienced, not just in San Francisco, but just you know, a, a, everywhere. I've had I've, I've had a couple guys. You know, it, it's that guy that comes up to you and like, "Hey, man, are you gay?" And you're like, "No, I'm not," but you know, it's cool, whatever. And you're like, uh, "Are you sure?" It's like, mm, I pretty, love that. Pretty fucking sure. As if they asked you what time your flight was, and they're just trying right. to like, <laughs> "Could you check your phone? Yeah, maybe you your check? phone yeah. has some information." Maybe on the there? boarding pass has changed. <laughs> maybe the gate. Maybe the gate changed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's got that's got to be a euphemism somehow. <laughs> it definitely brains racking. Yeah, uh, there, there there's definitely been guys that come up to me after shows and say things like that and try and try to convert. And uh, I, you know what? It's flattering, and it it, it, it it is, isn't it? It actually makes me more sensitive to women because when a guy is flirting with me that hard, I feel really bad that I'm not fucking him that night. Oh my god! I feel guilty. I'm like, what? I but you were so nice to you me. You were so nice. Yeah, I feel wow. like I should give you a little something. Oh, you know, a little man. like little, you know, little. Wow. Uh, By the way, I handy. love. I love a. The placement of your hand job was so close. Bar- Brad just mime giving a hand job. A did it super close to his mouth. Well, obviously, B, gotta tease him. B, <laughs> B, you have sound effects for your hand jobs. Yeah, as if these gay men needed more of a reason to feel bad about not getting one. You give sound effects as well. You jerk sure, them. I like to put on a show. <laughs> you haven't lost the performer in you. No, well, I've always got it. Same friend might take your stand up, but it will never take. No. I don't know. Have you done any stand-up up there yet? Yeah. Uh, I also live 
I, I, I live two blocks away from the CBS uh, radio studios, and then I live a block away from the Punchline. Wonderful. And in, in, in right there in my favorite San club Francisco. up there. Maybe oh, one of my favorite clubs on the planet. Great club. I had never really done it, and then I popped in on a Sunday when they when, when they do open mic night. Yeah. And uh, which wow. is packed, by the way. They're open mic packed. The Sunday showcase sold out. Yeah, it's always um. It's great. We were talking to the Booker um about trying to get a uh, you know show going up there where and I we come will. up and we will. Um, so if you're in the Bay Area, uh, probably in the maybe in the New Year, yeah, uh, we'll get a uh, once a month or once every couple months show. But mm-hmm. I, I uh, approached with the idea of trying to do it on Sunday night because that way I could you sure. know be up there for the weekend or, or Saturday, even come in Sunday and leave Monday right. morning. And uh, and uh, Molly, who books the uh, um, punchlines, who's uh, the best, was like, "This show has been around for like." 20 plus years and yeah. it sells it all the time and we can't really fuck with it no. and I was like I get that yeah that it, it is their institution the locals show up and the talent up there yeah there's some great comics yeah. in the Bay Area like this is because we're used to open mic night and, and, and when you hear the words open mic night you think of bums coming in off the street and just like maybe like their closer is pissing on the audience sure that, that that's what being like you'll never believe what I just saw running across the street at 5 a.m. a fucking man Willow's nephew was running across the street <clears throat> in a fucking half tee <laughs> just teasing me with that ass had a yellow handkerchief in the in the right pocket so you know he's straight but uh yeah like there it's an institution up there and there's some great comics that do open mic yeah. out up there so uh i popped in there a couple times i popped into Cobbs, uh and there's just a fantastic comedy scene there's a there's a there's a theater up in Marin County, which is across the uh, Golden Gate Bridge, and that 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 shows on Tuesdays. Uh, that's where uh, Rob Williams uh, mm-hmm. lived, yeah, right, and did all his shows. That that's where he did all his shows, and that, that that's the place where I met him. And uh, I actually did a Rob Williams tribute show up there uh, with the comedian Mark Pitta, who was a great friend of Robin's, and uh, Jimmy JJ Walker randomly shows up. So that was fun. I never met him before. Ooh, and then he just comes in. And he's and uh, he, 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 how great was that? He, it was, it was weird because it's like that's a guy you, you kind of only seen on TV, and he's kind of a caricature, and he comes in, and that's fucking Jimmy JJ Walker, and you just want him to say dynamite. You just that is it weird that you just want him to say dynamite? And I know it annoys the fuck out of him, but I still just want to hear him say it. And it's not going to change my life. It's not going to make it any better or worse. But I still just wanted to say dynamite. Damn it, JJ. Uh, I think you should say it. And I think that's part of his life now. So I think it's yeah. It's like saying, like, what would you say to Hulk? Oh, well, good brother? Yeah. Got to get a brother or a what you going to do. What you going to do. Oh, my God. That's his catchphrase. Yeah, what you going to do. Just a question. Yeah. But I guess you say it in that. Because he goes, and what you going to do when these 24-inch pythons oh, okay. run wild right. on you? So it's the setup for a whole, yeah, a yeah, whole yeah. thing. It, it, it's a whole rant. Um, and, and also the thing with, 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 with the radio thing is joining Live 105, which has been in the Bay Area forever, there's a, a built-in audience, built-in connections. In my first week... Uh, they say, hey, Brad, you're, you got an interview tomorrow on the show. And we say, okay, great. Who are we interviewing? And they say, oh, no. You ever heard this guy named Bono? What? I got to interview Bono. What? Yeah. What did you? What? Fucking Bono, dude. I got to interview him. What did you? Wow, man. And they just tell you, like, yeah, Bono's going to call in tomorrow. He's going to call in to the show. He's going to talk about the free album that he gave everybody. And you're just like, oh, okay, oh, Did you start by okay. going, oh, well, Bono, first of all, I just want to say it's a beautiful day. And um, <laughs> I did. And if I can be quite honest with you, I don't want to open up too much about my personal life, but I still haven't found what I'm looking for. And uh, <laughs> I did. And then, um, and then One was a great song. Okay. I have to admit. And- you ever feel like you're stuck in a moment, Bono, <laughs> that you can't get out of? <laughs> Dude, you could have a whole conversation in song titles with Bono. You know? Oh, my God. Uh, we move in mysterious ways. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. Bono's here. We're out of time. <laughs> you just fucking... You just, you, you, you just go throughout But all, I want to talk about my charity, Brad. No, uh, uh, damn it. I need more YouTube references. Yeah. Uh, right, so, okay, so what was that like? It, it was unbelievable because Bono... Not live in studio. No, okay. he, he he wasn't live in studio. But still, that's almost more nerve wracking because he's not in front of you, so you can't read him. Yeah, like you can't know if he got the joke that you did. Oh, like, man. and I, I was so tempted be- because 
when he first made the connection, he couldn't exactly hear us. So he was like, hello, hello. And then I just wanted to scream out, hola. <laughs> like I wanted to do it, but I couldn't oh do it. Oh my god! But um, uh, trust but, your instincts. Yeah, because you, you don't want to do that to the guy. So well, yeah, you don't want to. Because what if he just? What if that just happened on, a, on an interview like ten minutes prior, and, and he told himself, "I swear to God, if one more person <laughs> fucking starts singing a hello, song, hello, 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 I'm hanging up. If 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 someone counts me in uno dos tres catorce, <laughs> I will I will take these lenses out of these glasses and stab them yeah. with them." Um, but yeah, you're, there's a lot of pressure because Bono's like when you think of biggest rock stars on oh I don't know I can't think planet? of a bigger one maybe Meatloaf oh obviously I mean it, he is well if we're talking about rock stars named after delicious uh, <laughs> delicious hungry man dinner choices <laughs> well I, I'm pretty sure he's at the top of the list and, and, unless uh, there's a singer coming up named Salisbury Steak that that, that we have no idea about that actually sounds like a great rapper name <laughs> yo man it's Salisbury Steak. Gr- all up in your grill. Oh shit! Get it? Salisbury steaks in your grill. And what is he? And all he raps about are the are the rotating desserts that come into hungry man dinners. <laughs> Yo, we got mashed potatoes and green beans. This shit, this, t- this shit tastes like cherry jubilee. Yeah, uh, yeah. Which is what we got this week. But next week, it's a tiny little brownie. And then next week, <laughs> what you gonna do, Salisbury steak? <laughs> <laughs> when these 27-inch pythons uh, run wild on you, wow, brother. See, that's when Salisbury Steak then has gotten so big as a rapper that he's made the crossover into uh, wrestling cameos <laughs> and is now battling Hulk on his reality show, What You Gonna Do? <laughs> Where me, Hulk Hogan, play the music. <laughs> Where me, Hulk Hogan, challenges rappers named after Hungry Man Dinners in the ring for one night of glorious penetration. What? <laughs> Hear me out. Not that kind of penetration. And yes, you can ask me questions during this ad for my show. The type of penetration that makes your mind explode and your and your ass sore. Wait, what? No, wait. Again, it's not that type. The type, the penetrating of the mind where... All right. All right, I'm... I'm gonna fuck you, but but it's <laughs> but it's only because <laughs> it's only because I have a thing for rappers named after foods. <laughs> Why doesn't he have a reality show called What You Gonna Do? Are you kidding me? We've come up with way too many great <gasps> shows we're, we're, for B-list celebrities. And again, I would love to see the graph. I hate to call out that suggestion from earlier in the podcast, but I'd love to see a graph of how many times we come up with great shows. Oh my god! Think of the show. I think we've come up with probably eight we've to ten shows for Mario Lopez to host. Obviously, not like he needs another gig, but Seacrest uh, probably said that with Idol, and then they were like, "Do you want to host this? Yes. Yeah. Do you want to host that? Do you want to? Sure. Do you want to produce a show about a bunch of uh, of Kardashians?" Oh, yeah. god. Speaking of big celebrity news, uh, all right, it's it's a sad day for all women. It is a sad day and, for all women and, today. And Brad and I don't, uh, and that's not because they stopped making tampons. <laughs> no, there. I, I would that still be a sad? Them. Would that be a sad day? I guess it probably would be. Are you kidding me? Yeah, you got to be a horrible day for women. Yeah, you got to come up with an alternate. Uh, Obama just comes out and goes. Uh, we found out that um, <laughs> ISIS has cut off the tampon supply. We will not let this stand. We will go back and we will bomb the fuck out of them. We will soak up the problem. <laughs> <laughs> and we will pull the string out. <laughs> oh, uh, so yeah, it, it's a, and and, uh, and obviously Adam and I are two dudes, uh, and so we always have the male, we know, the, the male perspective. But 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 we're sensitive, to and women. we can appreciate when uh, a sexy man is taken off the market. Yeah, um, and uh, and I think as they say, the sexiest has been taken off the market. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go to CNN.com, you'll see. Um, uh, uh, front. Uh, well, first of all, the big story and the big box when you first pull up, there's always a main story. It sure. says North Korea missiles uh, launched uh, allies strike near Turkey. Near Turkey. That's okay. a big and that's a big deal. Yeah. Missiles striking. Sure. Foreign countries being listed. That's that's a big, a big deal. deal. That's, that's worthy deal. of a giant box. Sure. But in a box almost as big, <laughs> just below Turkey air missile strikes. Mm-hmm. George Clooney ties the knot. Well, stop the presses. <laughs> oh, my God. We've got to talk about this. Dude, and, dude, you were talking about it, Adam. You were talking about how you were going around Facebook, and, like, almost every girl is posting about this. Well, I think most people get their news from Facebook now. 
Yeah. It's like, if, Twitter, if you were to ask right, right. young kids, they don't know that we are involved. They don't even know what ISIS is. They're like, is that some new Slurpee flavor? Or is that like a disease I can get from, from giving a hand job fucking on a school bus? Yes. <laughs> you, you, you definitely but, can get ISIS. But uh, they get their – so it's like you ask like a, a ninth grader. You're like, hey, do you, what do you – what do you know about uh, the health care reform? You know, this is years ago. What mm-hmm. do you know about that? And they're like, I don't know, but I can tell you that Christine just went from it's complicated to in a relationship. <laughs> You're like, that's your news? That's yep. your news. Deal with it. That's I'm big. 16. Yep. That's what's important to me. Um, but, uh, yeah, I saw this being posted a lot on Facebook. I saw a lot of Derek Jeter updates, and I saw a lot of uh, Oh No Clooney. Wow. And guess what? Uh, you assume the worst sometimes. When people just go like, oh, no, like one of my buddies got married last year Mm -hmm. and I hadn't seen him in a long time. And I hadn't seen our mutual friend who when I ran to him in Santa Monica. He goes, dude, did you hear about Alex? I go, oh, shit, he's dead. Yeah, I assume the worst. I'm always going to assume the worst. He goes, no, dude, he's getting married. I go, well, shit, don't say it with the tone of he's dead. Right. Did you hear about Alex? Yeah. Nobody (laughs) put a smile on your face or some higher pitch in your voice. Hey, man, did you hear about Alex? That's not my fault for assuming. Yeah. Uh, Although although how fucked up would it be? He goes, hey, bro, did you hear about Alex? He fucking died. I guess, yeah. yeah, On the flip side, don't do that Maybe just do it opposites. Who knows? And, and then here's a great uh, a moment of, again, friends who aren't comedians being comedians, which oh, oh Jerry boy. Seinfeld, when you're done with comedians in cars getting coffee, <laughs> do the show Friends Who Aren't Comedians Being Comedians. Being comedians. So I go, he goes, did you hear about Alex? I go, dude, he's fucking dead. He goes, no, man, he's getting married. And he goes, but same thing, right? I go, da, 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 da. And then I go, this <laughs> is why we don't hang out. <laughs> right we'll here. go back to this is why we don't hang out. Wow. So, that would be that would, by the way, that would be a great reality show. All right. This is why we you, don't hang out. You 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 follow you, oh, follow, you follow two friends. <laughs> One knows they're on the show. One doesn't know they're on a TV show. And then they're just having the conversation and they do that one thing and then the all the walls fall over and the hidden cameras run in and he goes this is why we don't hang out. <laughs> oh, my God. It's that- Howie Mandel. He hosts it. And he runs in. He's like, and this is why we don't hang out. <laughs> By the way, there's no quicker way to make you feel shitty Yeah. about, like, guess what? I don't care if you like ice cream or not. You're eating two tubs of Haagen-Dazs when you get home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, you're, 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 you're sitting there. You think you're having a normal night. Now, what happens in the show? Like, so let's, like, okay. you, just, you, you have to call out. You yeah. obviously have a list of the person's, like, Things that you know, they do, and they're, they're buttons that you press yeah. to make to, to bring out their like neuroses or their you know their OC whatever uh, you know or, or you, you you go to a restaurant where there's you know that they always get pissed when when they don't refill your water every ten minutes right. so like you make sure the waiter just never does you know you just yeah. you, you set them up to, to be the to be their angry selves the sure. version that sure you know and and, it, and then and then once they hit that once they hit that boiling point that's when it all now how how would you win money because you obviously got to win money so if, i think if, you just give him if he stays i think the he, longer he stays in it and gets I, you know what this is a show on mtv called boiling points oh it is <laughs> yeah you're right it absolutely is it, it, how do you win money to, it's totally well let's just points. take the same criteria from the show that yeah. exists with a different name well we just became hollywood producers adam ray because that, that's what they do excuse me hollywood we've got a show yeah i know you've already got it but we've got a show with a different name <laughs> but guess what this is where we don't hang out is a much better title than boiling points it really is I like this as well. And also, there's a personal out. tie to it. Because mm-hmm. Boiling Points is with strangers. Right. This, you set up your friends. Yeah. And it, yeah. I guess oh that's kind God. of what uh, Theo Vaughn's TBS deal with it is. Okay, okay. that, okay, right. that too. You know, okay, so maybe we're just biting <laughs> off all of the shows that actually exist. How about a show where four <laughs> friends, and they, they're all friends, and they, but the show's about nothing. And then a similar show where there's four friends all over the age of 70, and they're girls. Well, they're old women, but they're girls and hot. And and in their golden years. And their golden years of being girls. They're called old bitches. (laughs) The show is called Old Bitches. No, no, Golden Girls or, yeah, or um, what's the... uh, Here's a show about seven people. They live in New York City. They're friends. They're they're all friends, and they all meet at a coffee shop. We call the show Amigos. (laughs) Does it play in Spain? Sure. Yeah, sure. Why not? (laughs) Oh, my God, dude. Um, Well, well, what's been going on with you while I've been up in the Bay Area? Well, um, first of all, can we take a moment of silence for Clooney? Oh, sure. We brought it up, and now we're just not even giving any attention to it. we got that, that... We got we we gotta raise that dick up to the rafters. <laughs> we gotta retire it. All right, let's and move that's, on. And that's, <laughs> let's move on. That's not even a, that's not even a medieval torture device. I'm saying we got 
got to raise that dick up to the rafters. Even in the medieval... <laughs> that co- that comes on after this is why we don't hang out. <laughs> raise that dick <laughs> to the rafters. No, you know what, though? Even, like, that sounds like the punishment where, like, the king, they were like, Yeah, Your Highness, <laughs> we found the jester in the left wing of the dungeon with your princess daughter's friend. He's like, my lady, Queen Elizabeth the Fourth. Yes. What shall we do as a form of punishment to make him realize his wrongdoings? You know what to do. Raise his dick up to the rafters. And then there's, and there's an angry mob that just goes, Huzzah! <laughs> and then they tie him to one of those machines that uh, they basically tie almost you know, you know, the same way when you were a kid and you had a loose tooth. Would your mom ever tie your tooth oh, the, the, around the a string? string and oh, put it my on a God. Door? One time, yeah. And they put it on the door handle, and then they slam the door. Yeah. By the way, hey, let's just acknowledge how fucked up that Fucking is. barbaric. <laughs> hey, your tooth is almost coming out. Instead of me just giving it an extra wiggle and doing it manually. Sure. Let's fucking tie your face to a doorknob and slam the door. What could go wrong? Yeah, we realize you're seven. It could thrust your body into the door at speeds that are probably unsafe for the tiny Yeah, you break the sound you... barrier <laughs> when you're three feet away from the door and so, you slam into it. you apply the same sort of procedure to raising that dick to the rafters. <laughs> you tie the dick like it's a tooth. You attach the string to the top of the rafters. <laughs> and like a catapult, you hit a button similar to those buttons like they have on the dunk tanks where if you throw a softball at the dunk tank oh and you have to and so it turns into a game they have to throw softballs at a button like a dunk tank and if you get it right in the target the guy's <laughs> dick rips off and goes up to the rafters all right you know what non-pot adam is fucking <laughs> he's dark yeah, man man he's dark now now would now would <laughs> danny glover do commercials for raise the dick up Hi, the i'm rafters? danny glover you been a bad boy this christmas i hope not too bad if you have, don't worry, parents. We got a form of discipline that's better than Adrian Peterson's left hand. <laughs> it, it, too soon? Fuck it. I don't care. I ain't too old for this shit. But what I am too old for are kids who don't get disciplined the right way. I'm not talking about AP beatdowns. I'm not even talking about blowing some morning breath on the kid just to fucking get him up. Because you know morning breath smells like shit. And if there's one thing a kid has, it's a keen sense of smell. You blow some of that morning breath on there, on your kid's face at 645 to get him up for school, they'll pop out of bed so quick. Like you just told them Spongebob was making breakfast with a cast of Frozen They'll pop up out of that bed so fucking excited Anyway, if your kid, your son preferably Because your daughter don't have a dick Yet, not with that attitude You'll get your son, if he hasn't done his homework You'll attach a string to his tiny little little boy urethra And you'll tie the other end to the top of a ceiling fan And hit go on your Danny Glover <clears throat> Danny Glover urethra pulling fucking and dig up to the rafters, t-shirt, gun, fucking catapult machine. <laughs> and it'll fucking, it'll kablooey that dick up into the ceiling. And you'll never see your, a, a B on your son's social studies report card again. Available this Christmas. <laughs> Happy holidays. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, that's too much. Yeah. Oh, I, I miss doing this fucking podcast. Yeah, dude. It's good to have you back. I miss saying fucking into a microphone. Yeah, what are you... You're almost like when Drew Carey first got on The uh, Price is Right. He's, uh, he was limited to his, um, his vocabulary. Yeah, and I don't have a good one. Now, riddle me this, Brad. Um, okay. You... <laughs> <laughs> is there a challenge? You... What now? are you doing on the weekends? Uh, wait, 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 trying to get together, trying to make some shit. Oh, uh, no. You know what? Uh, on the, on the weekends right now, those are days I could actually sleep. First of all, Sundays are back, so what's up, football? Wow. And, and we, we were texting the other week oh, while yeah. the damn... Broncos the Super Bowl rematch happened. Oh, and Brad God. Goes, yeah. We were texting, and then Brad just goes, by the way, today we aren't friends. Yes. And I go, yeah, I know, man. By the way, I just finished watching the Seahawks Super Bowl DVD to remind <laughs> myself of the feelings that I'm going to be experiencing today. And hopefully you should do the same to remind yourself of the feelings that you experienced that day and will continue to experience today at, at 1.30. And the gauntlet was thrown down. And for those of you who didn't watch the game, uh, the Seahawks pretty much dominated the game until the mighty Peyton Manning uh, brings the Broncos roaring back for an amazing comeback, which I didn't think was even possible. I, I, I started texting Adam, well, good game, you won, oh well. And all of a sudden, Peyton says, not by my forehead, which <laughs> which comes on after Ray's his dick to the Raptors. No, no, no. That's after All Bums Can Read. That was the third in the Judy Bloom series. All Bums Can Read. There was another one. Fuck. 
All right. Not by my forehead. He comes roaring back, ties the game, sends it to overtime. All right. By the we way, got a football game. That drive was incredible. It was. And did you now? Did you think as a Peyton and Broncos fan that that was going to happen? Uh, no, I thought no. we. Were, I thought it was done. Because guess what? I, I Even Peyton done. Manning with a minute left. That's a, 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 a that's giant a, obstacle. That's huge. That's not enough time. And how many timeouts? None. Wait, yeah. Do you want? No, 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 no timeouts. You're like, yeah, it's over. And you had not done that much against your defense all day. And then he runs by. And by the way, I'm watching this game in a Broncos bar. I found Shit. a Broncos bar in San Francisco that all the Broncos fans go to. So that's where I hang out on Sundays. Uh, and yeah, that's awesome, by the way. Yeah. So that's one benefit of being at home on the weekend. Because now hey, you got a right. spot, you built some camaraderie with those people. We go every Sunday. That's we awesome. See, we see the same people. Because guess what? I remember being on the road with you one time when I first started opening for you, and we mm-hmm. went to a Hooters to watch football. Yeah. And sure, we made some friends. Were they lifelong friends? Fuck no. No, they were friends they for worked about at Hooters. seven to ten minutes. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, yeah that, so it's nice to, to go where people know your name. Really? What? Really? You know what? I've got an idea for a show <laughs> where a guy goes to a bar. He works at a bar, and everyone who comes in are regulars. <laughs> oh, we're just biting off everything. Uh, uh, but yeah, it, it, it is <laughs> What are you crime? What are you crime dog? What are you? The we're fucking- biting off everything. <laughs> You sound like the guy in the sales pitch room for the Crime Dog McGruff slogan By the way, creation. Why isn't Crime Dog... What can dog- he say? We're biting off everything? How about he takes a bite out of crime? How about he's biting <laughs> off everything? <laughs> well, because he's only biting off one thing. Yeah, but crime's everywhere, so he can be yeah. biting off all everything. Yeah. yeah but come- everything in- implies everything, not just crime. How come McGruff isn't doing copyright law? Don't bite off of everything. Come on. <laughs> it's perfect. Take a bite out of everything. But, yeah. then, but then that implies everything. Even That's true. Even like, you know... Chocolate dildos. Yeah, obviously. Uh, speaking of 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 chocolate dildos, spe- <laughs> I'm, I'm on I'm no, on beta bread where this fucking segue is gonna of, go. Speaking of uh, animal spokesman, okay. Uh, <laughs> animal spokesman, by the way, is playing at the Troubadour Saturday. Solid after uh, bands named after Hungry Man Dinners. Yes. After Salisbury State. After Salisbury State. So Animal Spokesman. Crime Dog McGruff and Mm -hmm. Smokey the Bear. I saw a Smokey the Bear commercial two nights ago. Okay. And I didn't know they were still airing those, by the way. And he's looking at me like, you know, he looks right at you. Mm -hmm. Only you can prevent forest fires. Only Mm -hmm. you can prevent. And, you know, maybe I was smoking a joint and I was like, hey, take it easy, motherfucker. I'm not even near a forest right now. Right. right? This is is a tiny little flame. Uh, are you just, is that a Jewish joke? Is that, are you commenting on the amount of hair I have on my legs? Like, is that... <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> so, so then I... Uh, Where are you going with this, I'm Adam Ray? Th- well, here's what I, I started thinking about. Okay. Smokey's looking right at me. Only you can prevent forest fires. Right. Only you can prevent them. I'm mm-hmm. like, hey, dude, you live there. <laughs> Why don't you fucking stick to your territory, man? This is your world. I don't come into the woods and go, hey, Smokey, man, you mind giving us a hand with this teen pregnancy problem? Man? There's a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of sluts who can't keep it in their pants in the eighth grade. Can you come maybe speak at the schools? No, dude. That's, you do forest fires. <laughs> you do that. Yeah. We got, we got enough problems here in, in, in the cities. All right. Um, I like where you're going with that. Well, here, here's my thing about, um, about all the... Uh, the teen pregnancy is happening. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, I'm, I'm glad because I know our, I know our listeners. We're just going. Yeah, we've heard some great uh, fake band names and some false reality shows. But what are the what are Adam Ray's views on teen pregnancy? Well, I'll give it to you. And here's my segue All for right, this. You know why? Uh, I babysat my nieces in Seattle for a week. You were curious what was going on with me. I don't. I, I don't. No, wait. Teen pregnancies are. Wait. Your nieces are. They're five. They're five. Motherfucker. Five. Okay. They're still just, two or three years away from having to deal with these. Yeah, you laugh. I don't laugh because it's not funny. Yeah, you're right. Hey, man. Unfortunately. They just started kindergarten, and yep. they're starting to, like, notice boys and tell me, oh, hey, God. you know, this guy gave me his fruit roll-up. I'm like, that's code for he wants to put his fingers inside you. Yeah, no kidding. Fruit roll-up. There should whole, <laughs> Speaking of graphs and charts, we should make a whole snack equals this sexual move for kids. <laughs> he gave me his handy snack. Yeah, because he wants his own handy snack in return. Yeah, I don't even want to know what Chips Ahoy is for. Well, that's just racist. That's true. Sorry about that. I owe, I, I owe the entire African-American community an apology after that one. Uh, that would be a great press conference. <laughs> Sorry I referenced Chips Ahoy. <laughs> Obviously, I wasn't sensitive to the your one, issues. The one bum is there being like, I told you he was racist. <laughs> Running across the street to a clan meeting that morning. Uh, so 
I babysat him for a week, and remember I even tagged you in an Instagram video during the football game of one of my nieces talking shit to you. Yeah, which was hilarious, by yeah, the way. Yeah, it was great. Because like, I, I, I was pissed, but it's a five-year-old talking shit to you. So you're like, yeah. all right. Yeah, yeah. Um, babysitting them, holy shit, man. That was a, uh, A, I just want to say, all you single moms out there that are winos, I get it. Yeah. Drink away. Yeah. That's what you get to do from being a single mom. And you get that. That's Single dads get to be on Tinder or Grindr, and single moms get to get fucked up on wine. Yeah. Because it's exhausting watching kids. I, all I was doing was preventing them from doing stuff. It was like, yeah. get off that slide. It's too high. Get off. You know, stop. Put down those scissors. Uh, they're too sharp. You know, get right. off my laptop. You're going to accidentally delete some of my porn. It's just like everything. I was just like, don't. Don't do that. I don't want you to like hurt yourselves or be in a situation. I'm trying to stop you from being in a situation right. that's that you don't realize is dangerous. Yeah, and and, and, let, and let, let's let listeners know you weren't babysitting for a night. You were, you know, or a couple hours. You had, you I were was Mr. Mom for a week. For a week, yeah, dude. Waking yeah. them up uh, at six forty-five, taking mm-hmm. them to ki- get them dressed, feeding them, taking them to kindergarten. Yeah, uh, making them eggs, making them eggs, making them kicks. That's the that, that's the extent of your cooking. <laughs> Fuck you, Brad Williams. <laughs> yeah, and hey. by the way, making them kicks. Yeah, I didn't just open a box and pour them. I made kick cereal from scratch. Wait, what? All right. I didn't do that. <laughs> all right. Yeah, uh, I was, I, I, yeah. That's all they want. What do you think they want? Like, full course? Do you think they're asking me for, like, you Chicken know... Chicken a bread? <laughs> was, that, was that for a four-podcast-ago callback? Uh, wow. So you were... Yeah, so you got... So you had driving them to mom. school and yeah. then picking them up and then spending the whole you know, day with them. And then, and then you know, there's no homework at that age. I asked them every day right. if there was homework. One day I did have to do... One of my just had the class pet. Right? Did you ever have a class pet where you oh, had to yeah, bring yeah, home yeah. Like the a, animal? Like, like a hamster or something. Yeah. But guess yeah. what? Now they're stuffed animals. She had a stuffed raccoon. Because I think they're just, they're like, all right, real there's animals is probably scary. Yeah. And like there's lawsuits. Yeah. And so. there's lice and there's rabies and, sure. <clears throat> you know, raccoon herpes. So what she brings, which is also the troubadour, <laughs> <laughs> raccoon herpes. They got a, oh, they got a killer metal sound. Yeah, yeah. They, they cover every Alanis Morissette song in the books. <laughs> Perfect. Um, and so, and it's funny, Atlantis is actually afraid of rac- raccoons. Isn't that ironic? So, um, <laughs> I hate you. So, <laughs> so um, I pick him up and I go, what would you guys do today? And, of yeah. course, part of me wants to be like, all right, I, know, I understand kindergarten is not a year of schooling. It's going to help shape them into who they are. Yeah. But you want to think this day and age that they're having a productive enough day. Sure. So they're being in, engaged in activities that are helping to add to their um, personality and whatever. I go, yeah. what would you guys do? Mm-hmm. We drew butterflies. That's it? Yep. Four hours? I dropped you off at 8.30. It's 3.30. What the fuck's going on over there? Then what did you do? We ate a corn dog. Then what? Blue bubbles. So kindergarten is butterflies, bubbles, and corn dogs? Oh, my. That's fucking... (laughs) What the fuck is going on? Good thing your teacher's kind of (laughs) hot. Yeah, like 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 you said, you you don't want them to be you don't want to be like, what'd you do today? You want you don't want your five year old niece to be like, advanced calculus, Uncle Adam. Yeah, like, yeah. you don't Cause want then, that. Because again, because uh, uh, then I uh, you know I hit the panic button because then it's like, oh great, now that's what I have to assist with, right? Calculus, like I'm dreading that day. Come on, man, oh. think about the amount of shit you don't know that is soon you're gonna have to soon be googling to refresh. Uh, your memory so that you can not feel like an ina- inadequate piece of shit. You know what? They should make a movie about uh, a person our age, a-, a man that goes back to school and repeats grades 1 through 12. Well, who, would, and- who, who, would pl- who would play the kid? I mean, who would play the, who would play the man child that goes back to school? Well, for a man child, you gotta have someone with like a squeaky voice. So probably like an probably like an Adam Sandler type movie, oh, and uh, he goes back to school, <laughs> and uh, and uh, and we call it and we call the movie Alan Rickman. <laughs> the actor, yeah, it, it's biography. But Alan Rickman hasn't had a movie named after him in years. So. <laughs> That's a tragedy. Not since the Alan Rickman story. <laughs> but I, I was so like, I, I, I enjoyed texting Impressed with you about by the that. amount of responsibility. Yeah, you were being a fucking dad. Dude, I was in bed by ten thirty, even though I still wouldn't fall asleep till twelve thirty or one. Sure, because um, you knew you had to get up at six to, yeah. to, 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 to wake them up, and yet, and you have to be alert because you can't be groggy. Also, I, yeah, and I want to be fun. Like, and quite honestly, it was ninety percent fun, ten percent work because my nieces are just five is a great age, mm-hmm. and I really enjoyed being around them, and I love also too that you know because they're. The uh, real dad, uh, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm not going to curse you out on this podcast, but I will extend extend a hand and say, hey, man, step up, insert yourself back into their world because mm-hmm. uh, uh, you're missing out. Yeah. And I'm getting to reap the benefits of fucking cool ass people that uh, 
that are going to grow up to be cool ass people. And so, right. you know, I, I feel fortunate to be able to at least be in their lives and be that. Also, I'm, I know an Uncle Adam brings to the table. I bring a lot more fun than any of the other dudes. My sister's boyfriend is, uh, is, is a great dude. Yeah. Uh, my stepdad's a great dude. But, my real dad's a great dude. But, but guess what? Grandpa's... Does he have a 10 minute chunk about kicks? No, he does not. <laughs> does he, uh, does he put on their, uh, their princess hats and scarves and pretend to be Prince Charming in drag? <laughs> you know what? Does he know every song in Frozen and sing it? Will he get on the ground and help them build their Lego? Fortress? I don't know, but will he spend nine hours at the park with them? Back to you uh, dressing up in drag. When, when, when you come visit me in San Francisco, you're going to blend right in, buddy. <laughs> hey, man. You're going to be right in. Handkerchief in the left pocket. There you go. You're, you're, you're down. Uh, Isn't there the same thing with the earring, too? Like the earring, if the, uh, I think if the earring is in the right ear, it means... That was something that... I think that was like an urban legend when, when we were kids. <laughs> I think if like you put wait the, a minute. I, I think if like urban you put legend. Yeah. Let me just go ahead and stop your definition of urban legend. I think that's urban what it was. legend is something like. Did you hear the boogeyman lives behind old man Winter's house? He comes out every Halloween at six thirty and fucking sticks Kit Kats and kids assholes. Yeah, you know, well, that's an urban legend. Only if you got the earring in the right ear. <laughs> if the boogeyman has the earring in the left ear, then the, the no, Kit no, Kat no, goes no. in your mouth instead of your asshole. What's that? <laughs> That's good, Boogeyman. By the way, that's good, Boogeyman. Wait a minute. Please just say that again because I'm going to add music in post. That's a commercial for Kit Kats. That's good, Boogeyman. No, no. no, God, no not that. You said if you're the things in the right ear, you put the Kit Kat in your asshole. If it's in the left, you put it in your mouth. That's good, Boogeyman. Just say that again for me. No please. problem. All right. We will uh, edit this in post. Uh, yeah. Well, when the boogeyman comes out and he has an earring in his right ear, <laughs> I can't say. It. I can't Just start with if the boogeyman, if the boogeyman has an earring in his right ear, that means he's gonna put Kit Kats in your asshole. <laughs> if he's got it in his left ear, that means he's gonna put it in your mouth. Kit Kat, the one for you. That's good, boogeyman. <laughs> That's good, boogeyman. <laughs> and then, and then the button, the commercial is it cuts to the kid opening the door and he goes trick or treat, and it's a boogeyman and he just smiles real big. Oh my god, this All is right. too much. This uh, is up. I have to leave. I have to get to my dad's 70th birthday party on a party boat because that's how my dad it's rolls. It's on a party boat? It's on a party boat, Fuck my yeah, friend. Dude. So I'm gonna is your dad going to drink? That. Hell yeah, he's going to drink. He's a drinker, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, Are you going to drink? Probably. Yeah. There's going to be a drunk dwarf on a boat. I don't and, think you're uh, going to make it out to the show tonight. Probably not. No, no and no, I don't no. think you should. I think you should sit on there as long as possible. Yeah. That's it, a one-time deal. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go do that, go have some fun. Adam is about to do a show. And uh, he's about to kill it, and we're going to keep doing these. And don't worry, like I said, the podcast will go on. Yeah, yeah. I go away for a little bit to do my show, but I'm always coming back. Um, Adam's going to go to San Francisco every now and then. We're going to make this happen. Yeah, we're doing it in uh, uh, on October 15th um, uh, to do uh, our buddy Gerard Carmichael, who's going to be up there. And his HBO special comes out on October 4th, which you should definitely watch because then uh, yeah. we'll, we'll talk to him about it. Uh, we're going to have Steve Byrne from Sullivan and Son on. And uh, tomorrow, actually, we're going to... Uh, uh, record Dane Cook uh, for episode number two of his uh, appearance on the show because his uh, new special Troublemaker is coming out October 17th on show. Look at that. And uh, I think there's a guest in November. Yeah, November 10th. Uh, I'm not sure the date, but... Uh, are, are we allowed to talk about it yet? She, uh, she was uh, in The Heat. She was in Bridesmaids. She's mm -hmm. on a show called Mike and Molly. Uh, her, her name rhymes with Bafissa McCarthy. Sure. And, uh, and, I, I, still, and I, I still don't know who it is. And she is confirmed... <laughs> Yeah, we have a date, so that's exciting. Yeah, uh, so go to, so go to iTunes and mm -hmm. download and subscribe the show. Get it on aboutlastnightpodcast dot com. When you're there, click on the Amazon banner and do some shopping through there. Uh, and uh, and and check out uh, our websites for tour dates. We're going to start popping up more and more. I'll be at the Madhouse Comedy Club October sixteenth, seventeenth, and eighteenth in San Diego, California. Get tickets at AdamRayTV dot com. Uh, of course, follow me on Twitter at AdamRayComedy. Brad on Twitter at Funny Brad. Keep rating and subscribing and commenting on the podcast on iTunes because that helps us uh, climb the charts. And uh, man, good to uh, good to be back, my good friend. Be back. Good to be back. I thought you were going to play us out with some Phil Collins. You'll be in my heart. Oh, shit. Well, you should have. Yeah, it's too late. Do you have uh, anything queued up? Uh, hold on. I'll... I mean, even though I did create an outro song for the podcast, so I guess that'll play. You did. Uh, wait, well, I don't. What the fuck am I going to do with this? Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, God. Goo Goo Dolls. 
I like that you got it in three notes. <laughs> there was no hesitation. There was nothing. There, that was my oh god because of your song choice or because I knew I was going to know what it was. Because you knew. You're like. In you know what? You know, here's what this song is, is for. It's that. Bitter days. Wait, keep playing it. Okay. I'm, this song is in, uh, you know, definitely the emotional sentiments of this song are how joyous and and glad my heart is filled with. Hey, you know what? Poetry was not my strong suit. But my, uh, Maya Angelou, you are not. <laughs> I'm like the Yoda of shitty poetry. No. Uh, having you back to do the show ah, is the fucking best. That. But also, uh, I've seen better days. The Goo Goo Dolls are singing about it. But guess what? Every woman in the world has seen better days because, hey, rest in, rest in peace, George Clooney's single days. Because tonight, George Clooney's only fucking one woman forever. It's a sad day. Come back to us, George. <laughs> Subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast. Give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice. If you like listening to comedy, try watching it on the internet. The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleichinger, Schleichinger, I've been friends with her for 10 years, one of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore because it's here and it's funny and I love you. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.